enterprising in my surroundings. I'm finding the quietest estates these days. This representation of storm brewing amazed that the focus remains the vocal focal point of my team. Hello and welcome to the Rambling Runner Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Chittam, and this is the podcast for all the dedicated amateur runners out there who are working hard to get better while balancing running with the rest of their lives. And I'm excited to bring you this episode for so many reasons. First of all, this is kind of more topical than anything else. Uh, so many of you have been following my Mastering 40 journey where I'm trying to break 40 minutes in the 10K during basically next summer as a master's runner when, I'm, when I've you know basically turned 40 and get to that next stage of my life and really trying to up my game. Well, I turned 40 today. That's right, January 24th. I'm recording this right now. Just turned 40, just had a nice birthday run, which was exciting. Just get out of the house in the middle of the day. It was freezing cold, but the sun was out, so it was all good. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited uh, because, you know, really kind of crystallizes this whole Mastering 40 journey in a way. So I'll talk more about that later on next week during the next Mastering 40 episode. But I did want to bring that up because, well, Normally, my birthday is not relevant to this podcast, but actually this year it is. So I just wanted to uh, say that out loud. All right. So with that said, I'm excited to talk uh, to my guest today, Mariana Maldonado. She is a fantastic person, someone I've gotten to know very well over the past year, almost a year and a half. I've been working together with her. I think now it's been about 14 months. Uh, so she is one of the athletes that I coach, but I was so excited to have her on this episode because basically what this is, is a kind of a typical coaching call that I would have with her or really any of my athletes. And I really wanted to talk to her about some things that I know affect so many runners, right? So she had this wonderful stretch of running uh, and then kind of like, all right, we, I think you've reached this next level. And now the paces are going to start to change a little bit. And we've all experienced that. I'm experiencing that right now, that exact same situation. And you know, we're, we talk, talk uh, that out. We also talk about in 2020 for her, she had a bunch of marathons that looked like they were going to happen and then didn't. And she kind of postponed, you know, a month or two. This one looks like it's going to happen, then didn't. And just kind of the, you know, how she dealt with that mentally and then ultimately what she ended up doing on uh, New Year's Eve. So she had a, a half marathon on New Year's Eve that she was absolutely prepared to run a really good time in. And she just kind of had a different just kind of one once race day approached, she kind of went with her heart, went with her gut, and you know, audibled basically. And we talk about that too. Uh, and that's one of those things where so many of us we stick to our schedules. And and Mariana is one of those people. You know, she when she has a schedule thing, she she goes with it 100 percent of the time. And she's you know become better and better as a runner in large part because of that. So it was unique and uh, interesting to see her, you know, change course on race day. We talk about why, and and I think it's kind of an enlightening conversation because so many of us, you know, can, can benefit from the things that she's talking about, things that she's experienced. And then finally we get into 2021 and what she wants to do this coming year. And this is someone who over the, over the course of 2020 kept getting more fit and faster and faster and faster. And I'm excited to see what she does next. So let's get into it with Mariana Maldonado. Hello, Maddie. How you doing? Good. How are you, Matt? Good. I'm excited to chat. I know I love doing these, these, I know these coaching calls with all, with so many of my athletes. Rarely do I record them. I want to do it a little bit more often now, but ultimately this is going to be a normal call that we would traditionally have. So Absolutely. 
I do want to chat because now that we're just a couple of days into 2021, just want to talk about how, you know, ultimately how 2020 uh, went for you. And now after that, we can talk about what we want to do moving forward um, and go from there. So when you think back to this time last year and you were sending me the races that you wanted to, wanted to do for 2020 and we had just started working together a uh, a few months before that, um, what were some of the things that you wanted to not only accomplish, but how fit you wanted to get? Just what, what was front of mind for you in terms of what you wanted to do with running? Well, first and foremost was um, having the opportunity to work with a coach. So that was working with you. So that was going to be new for me. That was new for me for 2020 was having someone that, um, you know, having that one-on-one opportunity with a coach and having, um, you know, my schedules being emailed or being sent to me and just being surprised of like, okay, well, where, you know, where do I start? And just starting that new relationship, that new journey with you. Yeah. And I know that in the past you had, you know, some, you had done well prior to us working together, you'd kind of set new PRs, like you'd set your marathon PR of, you know, around 352, you'd set your half marathon PR of around 146, um, your 5K, I think it was from the previous year of around 746 pace. So you had been doing well prior to us us, us getting together. Um, what were some of the goals or some of the things that you wanted to accomplish or when you decided, you know what, I want to work with a coach, were there certain things that you envisioned yourself potentially getting to? Yes, I envisioned the idea of having more structure and really capitalizing on what is it to truly be consistent with um, with speed works or with long runs and then with tempo runs. Like, what does that look like knowing that, okay, speed works are Tuesdays and then long runs are going to have um, workouts built into that. And so that was definitely very um, appetizing, very appealing to me. It's like, okay, can I do that? Will I be able to, 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 you know, be consistent and, and will this work for me? And, and it did. And I think along with that, I also had the, and I do have the big uh, BQ goals. You know, I do want to eventually BQ and, and, you know, I do know that I, I, I want to trust the process. I trust the process and I know it's a journey. So it's not like, I'm like, I have to BQ by this time, or I have to do it by this time. But I do know that that is, that is a dream of mine. And, and I, I want to work to get there however long it takes. And I, you know, put in the work. And so I'm ready for that. And so that's why the idea of working with a coach and just really building a good foundation was my main goal for 2020. And then with races, of course, putting in the books. And that was one thing you shared with me. You're like, you know what, let's start this, get a 5k in the books, get a, get a 10k in there. Let's work there and then just build. So that was exciting too. Um, and that kind of also took the pressure. It's like, okay, great. It's like BQ is there, but it's, I don't want, I don't want it to turn into like, um, this pressure or this deadline. Like I have to meet it. I just know that it's going to happen. And I'm, you know, the journey, let the journey take me where it needs to take me. Yeah. And to that point, like I haven't heard you really focus on that in our conversations. You know what I mean? Like, like I know we, we talk about it, you know, occasionally, but it really, it only even gets brought up when I like kind of prod you for that kind of information. Yep. Well, that, that's interesting to know because I would say, again, I'd love to hear your, your feelings on this, but it seems like you have gotten 
a lot. You're much more fit now than you were a year ago this time. I do. I do. I do. I do see. And I know numbers are a thing, but I feel it too. I really do. I feel, and I, I feel it physically and mentally. I feel that I am stronger now than where I was before starting with you. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and this is, and this doesn't even, this isn't even about me per se. This is more about like the work you've done. And, you know, before we start working together, your 5k PR was like 746 pace. Now, when like when we do a marathon session, like we run that at 720 to 730 pace. I know. And that's those are the things that when I see, I'm like, okay, that's happening. Change is happening. We're, I'm doing it. This is, you know, just keep that momentum going. But yes, that is true. One of the things that you were able to do in 2020 really well was consistency. And that was week after week after week after week. And really, like, and not that every workout was above average, because that's impossible, right? There's going to be some that some that don't go as well as me. You hope and there's some that you exceed. And that's the definition of average, right? Some will be a little bit below and some will be a little bit above. But you've been able to be very consistent with so much of this just week after week. So has that just been a strength of yours just historically in a lot of the endeavors that you've pursued or has this taken some conscious effort on your part? Um, I think that is one of my strengths. It's one, and it's funny because my husband has, has shared that with me, that that is something that if I'm determined and I set a goal, however it is in any aspects, whether it's work, my family, uh, sports, it's if I set a goal, I'm going to do it. And that's just something that whatever it takes, however long it takes, I'm going to do it and I'm going to stick with it. And so I actually, I do, I find that as one of my strengths. And so that's why when you, when I started to see my schedules, like five days to six days of running, I'm like, bring it, let's go. I can do this. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to, to put in the work and to be consistent. And I actually thrive on that. I thrive on routine. I thrive on, on schedules. It's just, it's a happy place for me. (laughs) Now, how do you schedule? Cause I know you, you have some young kids, you know, you, you, you have a family, you have a job. How do, how does, how does running fit into your schedule? So that fits in early in the mornings, early in the mornings. I have to, well, since the pandemic 2020, um, it's usually it's well now it's a little bit I guess less strict but um, before when I actually commuted to work work starts at a, at seven o'clock so my workouts would have to be kind of starting at four thirty or so because I have about a forty five to an hour commute to work so I have to be done and out of the house by six and so that pretty much includes running getting ready making sure that my kids have all there, whether it's lunches made, all that done by six. And so usually my morning started, would start at uh, 4.30. Um, but now since working at home, I get to, um, you know, wake up a little later. And so that's about um, pretty much 5, 5.30, get my run in and then start the day with getting the kids ready for work. And then I can start my day in the office. But yes, so my my workouts take place in the morning because after school or after work, that's my family time. That's cooking. That's making sure homework is done. Um, Even commuting um, with sports for my oldest, which is 12. And so she's in middle school. So she started her athletic year this year. And so that's uh, making sure that she's getting to practice and, and whatnot. Got it. Yeah, those early mornings are tough, but you live in the Houston area. So, you know, so especially in the summer, like if you don't run in the morning, like it's going to get hot. 
<laughs> and no that's another that. thing. Yes. And that's another thing too. So if I don't happen to make it out in the morning, it would be a later uh, evening run where the sun is down and, and yes, but no. So yes, that's another, another reason, even on my off days, even if I don't have work, it would still take place um, before the sun rises so I can beat the heat. All right. So you, we talked a little bit about one of your biggest strengths, which is just consistency over a long period of time. What do you think is one of the, not, not, let's say weaknesses, but challenges that you have in terms of your, in terms of your running specifically, like things that you feel like maybe either I'm asking you to do that's a struggle or um, certain kinds of workouts or whatever. What are some things that ultimately that you feel like you have to really buckle down and bear down to get through? Uh, is not to my inner critic. That's one of my biggest, I'm not, I won't. One of the biggest areas that I need to, that I would like to focus on more is that it's okay if I don't hit that exact pace. It's okay that I, um, it, it, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm type A, so I'm pretty hard on myself. And so, and I'm such, I'm a people pleaser. I love, and so knowing that it's like, this is doing it for me too, but knowing that, you know, it's my coach and I, I want to, I want to excel. I want, I want that a plus. And so it's just, um, being able to be more relaxed, more relaxed, especially on those workout days, easy runs. Okay, fine. However many miles, but workout days, I do often find myself putting pressure, making sure that I meet it. And so that's one area that I know that I need to focus on a little bit more. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that as well. Right. And for sure. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this. When, it, yes. when you're going into some of those workouts, especially over the last couple months, when you've kind of had reached a new level of, of fitness and then we kind of start upping, you know, we can we change your VDOT score and kind of the paces and some of your workouts changed. Do you feel like you went into some of those workouts with the confidence you needed to get them done? No. Because sometimes there was there were some workouts. And I'm like, no way, you're kidding me? Seriously, I can't do that. There's like, I like, wow, I, I couldn't even imagine um, that pace. And it's funny because some of the workouts that I walked in with that confidence or that mentality, I would end it like, oh my god, I just did that. And I would text you like, Matt, look what I just did. Like, I just did that. Like, look, and I would send you my screenshots or whatnot. And and it just. So, so yes, and that's another area that I also uh, noticed that I've, I've gotten that I need to work on more because, like you said, my uh, VDOT score changed and um, so those my paces were, were getting faster or the, I guess, those set paces were getting faster. And, and it's just going in there ready to work is what I want to do better. It's not going in already doubting myself or already like, okay, yeah, no way I can do that. But just going in, Madi, you're going to give your, you're going to give it all, give effort. That's what's most important. Not, did I hit it? Am I not going to hit it? Oh, forget about it. That's too fast. You can't even do that. It's just going in ready to work. And so that's, that's another one of my 2021 vision of of how I want to continue to work. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I heard other podcasters who were really into performance and athletics, people like Rich Roll and Tim Ferriss, who used it all the time. And I thought, hey, man, if they're going to use it, then I should too. And I'm so glad that I did. So what's in this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, 
probiotics, adaptogens, all to help you start your day the right way. The special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your recovery, literally all the things. I mean, there's too many things for me to list. I actually have to like take a pause during the sentence, uh, but it's, it's legit and I'm so glad that I use it. I use it basically because I know that Getting my vitamins and minerals from from foods is probably the best way to do it. But I usually just don't have the kind of diet and make the kind of food choices that's going to put myself in the optimum position. And that's why I take Athletic Greens to make sure that I have everything I need because I know I'm probably not getting it from foods because I just don't quite have the, the discipline or the food choices that I need. And Athletic Greens is there to help me out. And I'm so glad that they are. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash rambling runner. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash rambling runner to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Hey, everybody, do you want to save money on your grocery bill? Well, every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Try America's Best Value Meal Kit for planning dinners today. I love every plate for a couple of different reasons. First of all, I just love having things in my kitchen, especially in my refrigerator, that isn't the same old thing that I do every single week. Also, getting things that aren't too adventurous that my kids are definitely going to eat. Obviously, you're never going to beat that a thousand with that. But with every plate, my kids have really enjoyed it. And I like the food as well. And it's just not the same stuff every single week, which can get tiring. So you can choose between 17 recipes that change each week, swap proteins and sides for things that you like, so you can switch up your dinner routine however you want. And that's the key thing. It's however you want. There's so many options, and it's all great stuff, which is also huge. For me, the difference between this and some of the other uh, services in this genre are, first of all, the price. It's absolutely fantastic. We'll get to it in a second. The kinds of meals that are provided, that they're really good, but not too adventurous, have also been a huge thing for me. And now I've been using these more often now that groceries have kind of gone up and the price for every plate has pretty much stayed the same. So try every plate today is $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code RamblingRunner179. That stands for $1.79 per meal. So get started with every plate, like I said, for $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code RamblingRunner179 today. That's up to $104 value. Now, why do you think that was? Because it, you know, the... When we kind of up, we kind of you know moved up the, the paces a little bit. It wasn't like a drastic change, but it was a little bit of change. And I did notice the difference in your language, how you would talk about the workouts. Um, and you you just gave a great example of that. Why do you think that you lacked some of the confidence, despite the fact that you had done such great work for you know almost a year up to that point? God, good question, Matt. I think it's. I think it's the idea of being hmm, being comfortable or it's being secure, being that yes, I am putting in the work. Yes, I can run this fast. Yes, I can do that. It's okay for me. It's it's it, it is. I, and and I'm, I'm I 
kind of been reflective since I ran um, January 1st at half marathon and that I, I, I can do it. And it's not something that I just see um, on TV or I see um, on Instagram, all these, these amazing paces, those that, uh, you know, put in the work and it looks amazing. It's like, I can do that too. Like, yes, I am putting in the work. I can be there. I am consistent. And it's just really, truly believing in myself and being secure that I can do it. Yeah. And are there certain kinds of workouts where you feel more confident than others? And by that, I mean, like, if we're talking about, like, maybe threshold pace and marathon pace versus more up-tempo stuff. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Especially, like, the ones that scare me the most are when I have to do these long... um, those long segments, those long, um, I guess it's threshold paces, like three times three miles at this. And then with like one, like those scare me, those scare me the most, as opposed to, um, I think there was one that I loved. It was like, I think 12, 200s or 12, 400s. I'm not too sure when it was, but that was one of the ones that I sent to you and said, look, oh my, I was like in the fives. And I was like, man, look, I just can't believe I just did that. And I think it was the weather was like 75 degrees and it was hot. And I just couldn't believe I did it. But I, I, I like those as opposed to those longer segments. I guess those short bursts of speed is, is, is a happy place too. It's a heart. It hurts. It's a good hurt. But um, those, I just, yeah, those don't scare me as much as the longer ones. Yeah, it's so funny. Is that it's, weird? It, well, it's funny because it, it's almost like a mix match with like your other yeah. strength of like yeah. consistency is like is a hallmark of what you've been doing from a training perspective. Not only consistency, like, you know, week to week, but like, you know, every day it's like, this is my routine. I get it done. And yet, like, you know, being able to run, you know, at like a consistent pace for a long period of time, you think would like dovetail nicely with that strength. But again, like you mentioned, like you you go kick by like some of these shorter distances. And again, to be fair. You have been fine in the longer workouts. I just feel like you aren't quite as confident going into them. And that's what it is. Yeah. And I notice it too. I do. I really do. There are, especially long runs um, where you sandwich workouts in between, I do find myself not having to like have a deep therapy personal session, but I do find myself like the night before is like, okay, you got this money. You're going to go out give it what you got. It's, you know, be chill, be relaxed. I, I, you know, put myself in a good headspace. And it's funny because after the workout, I'm like, wow, duh, that was like, that was easy. Like not easy, but I know I was pushed, but like, I, I often feel I, I kind of work myself a little bit too much before. And then when it's done, I'm like, see, look, you can do it. You know, it's like, just be confident, be secure. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at like, you had a great, great example of this is a workout you did. What's the date? All right, Saturday, December 5th, right? So we had three mile warm up and then two by three miles at, we had around 750 pace with a mile easy jog in between. So not much of a recovery at all. So you went out there three easy miles and then the prescribed was 750, you went 750, 751, 746. The easy mile in between was 830. And that, and you know what, Matt, I remember that because I kept looking at my watch and like, Marty, slow down, slow down. And I felt like, I was like, okay, good. I'm slowed. I'm, you know, I'm going slow. And I look, I'm like, why does it say three, seven or no, eight thirty? So I was like, okay. So yes, I promise I was trying to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but this is great. Cause then you went, so you did the eight thirty, 
and then you had another two, another three mile segment. You went 758, 745, 743. And then we had a three mile cool down, you know, not cool down, but kind of finished the long run. And it was 837, 824, 827. So you basically ran 30, you ran 13 miles in 147, which was 815 pace. Yeah. Which was basically your half marathon PR the previous year in terms of pacing. Yep, that is so true. So it's funny because you sit, you're like, oh, I, those hard, those longer ones, I'm not sure about. And I look at this, I'm like, you nailed it to the point where like you dropped an 827 <laughs> in the last mile, and you, know, you felt fine. Felt you know you, you were you were totally fine. And I remember those last three cool down miles. Another, also the same feeling of like, okay, slow down, slow down. And I would not look at my watch, and mentally I'm like, just go slow. And I feel, and I felt that I was going slow. And I would look at my watch. I'm like, okay, just do it. You feel fine. <laughs> you're. Fine. Yeah, I think this is a great. I think that. I think this shows that moving forward, especially on some of these longer run segments, you know, that, 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 that not trying to be a slave to the watch. I know. Yes. Right. So like, all right. So like if you're running a, you know, a kind of like a, a route that you're used to running, you don't really need to know the mileage. Like, you know, you know how far you're going or even if it clicks, right? Like I had a, I had a run today. I did a long run and like, I purposely try not to look down at my watch except for like the first mile, just to make sure I didn't go out too hot. And then after that, I didn't look again, right? So, and it was like, I, I heard it every time it was a one mile. And so I was aware of it. So you can kind of keep track of where you're going. But maybe on some of these these future ones, that the watch might be limiting you, not helping you. Um, and maybe in the future, we just say, all right, like for this sort of thing, especially if it's going to be by mile time. Um, so it's not like, all right, five minutes, I have to look to see how much time has gone by. It allows you to just relax into the pace and just go by feel so that if you're if you're able to run faster during some of these things, then let's do it instead of holding yourself back. OK, OK. I like that. Yes. You know, and I especially later in the run. I mean, not necessarily like the first mile of one of these workouts. Right. You want to kind of ease into it. Um, but especially like you look at like the second the second three mile segment. I mean, you kind of did it on your own here. And, and again, this was a month ago. So who's to say if you were clock watching or not? But, you know, you went 745 and then 743. So obviously you weren't beholden to that 750 mark, which I think is really good. Um, and I think is even more important uh, on some of the faster stuff. Right. So if we're going to be doing. I don't know. Let's just throw out a random workout. So 12 by 400 meters, right? So the the last 400, the last four of them, right? It's like, all right, like just take the training wheels off and just go, right? Just blast it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your time is. Uh, it's about getting faster. And, you know, you, at that point, you're, you've already kind of figured out what, what, what that certain pace might feel like. And if you can go faster than it, then let's finish strong and let's not worry about what the, what the watch says. Um, and then that way, your preconceived notions of how fast you are aren't going to all of a sudden be a hurdle to improvement. I like that. I know exactly where you're going. Okay. I, yeah, that does. That sounds, that sounds like a plan and that sounds definitely doable. I can do that. All right. So this fall has been pretty crazy, as has for everybody. You had a couple you, you live in, you, as we mentioned, you live in, live in Texas. You, there's been some cra- kind of crazy rescheduling with races. And um, let's just I mean, let's just as a refresher, like what, what was like the last two months like for you in terms of like what races were and were not happening and how you had to adjust to kind of like, you know, framing mentally where you wanted to go with that? 
I know. I had recently, uh, well, not recently, but I had signed up for the uh, Chevron, which was, which is still taking place, but in virtual, virtually. And um, so once I received the news that it was canceled, well, the live race was canceled. Um, I went ahead and um, I guess did the change or I guess deferred or just moved my um, my spot for 2022. Um, but then uh, knowing that that was canceled, you know, I got on the phone with you and we mapped out that we were going to do another one of the few live races that was available here in Texas and College Station. And that was going to be what I think wasn't it early December? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I guess about yeah, but uh, I guess I think about two weeks before the race was going to happen, um, they they finally pulled the plug on that as well. And so that right there was like, oh, I was just not dev, I not devastated, but I was like, oh, that was it. Okay, fine. I've been training, and I felt I was ready, and. And I, I just, I felt good. I felt in a good place. I'm like, okay, Chevron's not going to happen. Fine. Um, then, you know, got online, found, you know, the one for College Station. You and I, we talked, let's do it. And then once that was canceled, it was just kind of getting into the headspace of like, okay, just hang it up for 2020 <laughs> in the aspects of running a marathon, you know, and because just virtually just wasn't, I just, didn't seem appealing to me. And then just the idea of how to even start to navigate on where to, to even, I guess the idea of like, how do you even run virtually 26.2? Where would you start? Where would you go? It just, I don't know. It just wasn't appealing to me. And so that just kind of, you know, we hung that up. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't going to work, but uh, yeah, let's just say that's because when I say it's not going to work, that just wasn't what you wanted to do. And yes, I think that, and that's, yes, and that's correct. Let's let's correct that because it's just something I wasn't. I know many people, many close friends that I'm following too are are going to run uh, the Chevron virtually, and I think that's amazing. But it's just not something that I I wanted to do. Yeah, and and the thing is with like the marathons, I mean, the longer the race, the more invested you have to be, right? Yeah. Like if it's yeah. like a virtual mile, well, who cares, <laughs> right? Like you're not gonna, you know, two days later you're gonna be fine. Right. It doesn't really matter. Um, but you do a virtual marathon. It's like, all right, that, all right. Like now for the next six weeks, I'm out, you know, not, not out, but like you have that, that natural recovery period, especially if you race it. Right. I mean, there's plenty of people who've done virtual marathons and plenty of people that I've worked with, even talked in this show about, um, or with, I should say, who've like done a virtual marathon, but done it more as like a kind of like a harder workout, but not a race, you know? And I know that's not quite what you were, that's not quite what you wanted to do. Right, right. And it's, um, I'm such a, I'm, I'm driven by heart too. And I, 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 I work hard and I love hard. And so when it comes to 26.2, I have to love it, Matt. It just can't be my mind. It has to be my mind and heart and my heart is not in it. And so that's why just the virtual aspects of anything just wasn't really my thing. Because if I'm going to do it, I want to do it because I love it. I want to enjoy it. And it's just, I just, it's not there. So, so that's another piece to it too. But you've been super excited about 2021. So let's yes. talk about the races that, that you put on your schedule today and yesterday. I guess first things first, what was like the first, it seems like you had like an anchor race. And from there you built backwards, which I think is a great way of doing it. So let's talk about the, the races uh, that you're really excited about in the new year. I am. I'm really, really, really excited for the Indie Monumental because that went live. Registration went live, I think, what, January 1st. 
Um, and, and yes, I, I'm, that was, that's, that's my baby. That's, that's my, my 2021 baby where my mind and heart are hundred percent in it. And so I'm excited. So I signed up for, uh, the full, so that'll be, and it's special to me because I actually have a family that lives in Indiana and so, and actually close to Indianapolis where the race will be. And so I'm excited. So it's going to be family and also doing something I love. So all the better. That's for sure. So that, that race is in the fall. Yes. Which uh, November. Yeah. November yeah, there you 6th, go. So, you know, talk about, talk about a, a dream deferred from a marathon yeah. <laughs> perspective. Uh, so we got plenty of time for that. Um, but I know that you also have some races that are fairly local to you that are going to, that, that look like are going to be happening and that you're excited about. So let's talk about those two. Okay. So we have Bridgeland 10 miler, which will be the first 10 miler ever. Um, so I'm excited about that because that's a new Guaranteed distance. Guaranteed PR. Gotta love it. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> and so that's a new distance I've never raced before. And that one is February 7th. Yes, February 7th. And then the Pearland, which is offering live and virtual. I signed up for the live. And that one is March. So that, I mean, the Pearland Half Marathon. That will be at March 21st, I believe. Okay, great. So you just did a half marathon of sorts last weekend. I which, did. Which I know, which is basically, it kind of just kind of like evolved into like a, a really nice long run for it you. It did. And, and, and you know what? It did. Like when I, when I arrived and I, I, you know, scoped out the, the, the route, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a long run. Let's go in this as a long run. It really did. It, 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 it just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Which is fine. Listen, right? That, that, listen, that's, <laughs> tell me that. Tell me. Coach. Well, here's the thing. Tell let me, let me ask you this question. This was my <laughs> yes. this was my worry when when we signed up for that race. Not not a worry per se, but I knew how eager you were to race. But I'm like, all right, this race is gonna be January first. I know how much family and holidays mean to you, and all of that. It seemed like it was going just going to be a lot in a very short amount of time. Like when you were say driving to that race and you know going to the starting line did it just feel like at that point that you just were not checked out but like that you just didn't have like the eye of the tiger you know what i know exactly the feeling you're talking about and i had that the day before okay i did i had it the day before so i picked up my packet and it was and that was exciting that was like i even i almost had like little tears in my eyes like oh my god i'm picking up a packet i have a bib i mean i even texted you i i sent you a picture i'm like matt look i actually have a bib and you know and it, it and that right there i felt love like oh i'm actually going to to race tomorrow but and you know what i don't i don't think i said race i said run i said i'm going to run live tomorrow like i'm it's it, it's going to be i'm going to have a bib i'm 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 going to be surrounded around others that are you know waking up early on january 1st and with the bib and that paid to you know to to wake up and and run whether cuz it's also it was also a marathon full marathon so there was those that were 26.2 and then others that were running just the, the half but um it just and i don't want to say i checked i or that i didn't have the eye of the tiger it was just I'm going to run. I'm going to run and just enjoy it and just, just, you know, not put it out there and not like, not that I didn't put in effort, but just enjoy it, I guess, you know? And did you? 
I did. I really did, Matt. I, I, it, and then it was a rolling start because of, you know, COVID-19, the precautions, we were all spaced and it was a staggered start. So there, they had us go in groups of 10 or so, um, at the, at the start line and we were spaced apart. We started with our mask on and it was just, you know, groups by groups. And so that was different, of course. Um, but just to see the clock going and, and, you know, the anthem that starts every race, it just, I don't know, it was just, it was, it was fun. It really, really was a good experience. It felt good. It gave a sense of normalcy. And that was one thing that I loved the most. It provided normalcy in all this craziness, you know. Well, you know, I think that's the key thing here. Cause like you got exactly what you wanted to get out of that race. I did, Matt. I did. And that's important because, you know, we all go into race, races with different things that we want to get out of it. And sometimes those things change. And I, I think it's, you know, when I talked to you after that, I loved your sense of just like, you know, just self-knowledge of like, all right, this is how it went for me. And I loved it. And it was fine. And it was great. And it's not from like a lack of competitiveness. You're extremely competitive. It was just from like, a, this is what felt good for me. Right. And I, and I still had some competitiveness because <laughs> there was this other runner. I felt that yeah, her and I were both like, uh, uh-uh, you're not passing. No, I'm passing. I'm going, you're going, I'm going, I'm... <laughs> but it was fun. So yes, competitiveness is still there for sure. But no, it was, it was definitely fun. And, and I enjoyed every second, every mile of it, every turn, every puddle, because it was going through, uh, it was in King, in Kingwood. So it was through the green belt. So it was a lot in the woods. It was along the lake and it was, it just, it felt good. It really did. That's great. That is great. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you that that was kind of the culmination of that season. We're going to be doing, you know, some more things coming up. I know in this, the, this past spring, we focused on some, some of the shorter stuff we did, you know, the, some 5k stuff, some 10k stuff. Uh, as you mentioned, we're, we're going to be talking about, you know, 10 miles and half marathons. And then, Later in the fall, we're going to get into the marathon, which is really exciting. You mentioned before that the goal is to BQ. Um, that's great. And I'm all for it, for sure. And I think that you can go way under that, frankly. Um, I know. I, you know when when I think about you BQing, I think about, all right, not only that, we want to make sure that Marie is you know going to be running in Boston, right? Like if, if, if Maddie's just like getting her BQ, but not, but in that group of like, you made it, but you didn't. Because, you know, now the time is six minutes under the, the qualification time. And that's who's actually going to run. Um, you, know, I, you know, when I think about your marathon, things continue to progress. I don't think there's any reason we shouldn't be talking 315 to 320. Because that's kind of where you've been from a fitness standpoint. I know. And that is just so hard to 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 grasp like wow like yes i i it's scary absolutely and i think goals and dreams need to need need to be scary need to be fun then also need to be scary because i think it that's what keeps you hooked and that's what keeps you hungry and 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 so for you to say that and when i even see it because i i see it in my schedules you know the way that v dot has you know the your marathon time and whatnot and and to see that i'm like wow like Yes, this girl, this little girl from from Houston, Texas. Yes, I can do it. Like I, I, I can do that. I can run that pace, and I will. You know. Oh, my, you this little girl from Texas. You're a powerhouse, man. <laughs> what are you talking about, <laughs> little girl? Oh, get out of here with that, I know. man. That, I that's mean, nonsense. Let me that's kind of a little modest here, but I mean, you know, I know, and so, the, and that's another thing. I mean, my husband tells me the same things. Like, you got this. Come on, you, you can do this. This is easy, not easy, but you know, 
having me and just being more secure, you know, and, 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 and yeah, being confident. Right. And I, and I think, again, one of the strengths that you brought to this is you haven't been focused on this long-term goal. You've just gone day by day, but I want, I'm, so I want to present this next thing to you with the idea of not that you're going to focus on it, but like that, this, that this is the level you are at and just to absorb that and to kind of take that just like you did in the summer where you're like, this is the level I'm at. And you went and attacked every workout with the expectation of like, Hey, who knows what's going to happen, but I know, I know where I am fitness wise. And I feel like that right now you have had a harder time grasping your current fitness. I did. Um, Haven't you noticed that? See, that's why I love working with you. You're so good. It's just, and that's why I wanted this connection with the coach and, and I'm so incredibly thankful for you because this is that area that was lacking when I'm not working, when I wasn't working with a coach, what you and I, the relationship that we built and that support and that guidance and just knowing that you believe in me, just, it helps. It really does. It's, I think it's a, it's a key piece in, in, in this journey. All right. So let's think about in March when you have your half, um, let's think about, all right, like the, you know, there's a very realistic chance that you're going to break 140 in that half marathon. I know. Okay. So that's just where that's you're so at. Crazy. That's just that's where you're crazy, at. That's not, that's not an I audacious know. goal. That's not saying, hey, let's do something pie in the sky. That's just in line with where your fitness is at. So let's, again, just approach the workouts that we do with that in mind. Like, this is where I'm at. Again, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm not going to judge myself based on that. But just absorbing the fact that that's where you are fitness-wise and to be confident in that role. Yep, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. Okay. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Um, you mentioned before this is you've gone through a very long training season because keep because races keep getting pushed back, pushed back, and pushed back. Um, I want to bring <laughs> up know, this next right? thing because this affects so many people, and that is break periods, even when you're healthy. So, so basically, tell me what you texted to me earlier today, uh, because I think a lot of people should hear this because I think that it's something that a lot of people kind of forget to do from time to time, especially when they're healthy. Oh, I know. And, and I think a problem with that, too, is that the idea, you feel guilty, you know, because I, I, I'm not injured. I don't. And that's a blessing. I'm so blessed and so grateful that I, I'm, I'm not stepping away because, you know, I, I hurt or I ache or I can't. It's just, I, I, and what I texted was, Matt, I want a week <laughs> where I don't want anything on my schedule. Like I, I don't want to run. I just want to step away f- from, from seeing something like Monday five or, or what, whether it was an easy pace or not, I just didn't want to see anything. And I really wanted to be organic where if I want to run, put on my shoes, go outside and run. If I don't, I don't. And, and, and that was, it really took a lot for me to write that to you. Like I just, I, I, I want a mental, like just stepping away because I love running. It's a huge part of me and, um, I still want it to be fun. And I, 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 I felt there was a disconnect between mentally where I'm at, like physically, like I, I, I feel like an engine, like just like a train, like I'm, I can keep going and keep going. But I know that if I don't give my mind mentally that break, 
it could eventually turn into like, okay, yeah, we're done. We're hanging the hat and I don't want to see you for a good while, meaning running. Like I don't, and I don't want that. So I just know like right now I wanted, I would like a mental step back. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I know that it didn't come lightly for you. And I also want you to remember that like there are, are going to be times in the future where you might feel the same way. It might not be a week that you need, but it might just be like, Hey, it's just, it's just not going to, I just need a weekend. I just need a weekend here. Um, and that's, that's not a sign of weakness. Um, and if it ever gets to the point where I'm like, Hey, you know, like I see you doing this a lot. Is this, is there a deeper problem? Is there, do we need to inject you know, something that, that, that motivates you more? Do we need to change up what the training looks like? Because it, it feel like it's dragging or it's too predictable. Like, I think those are the things that when, you know, this hasn't happened in the past, but if there are times in the future where you start to feel that way again, and maybe it's, again, it can't just be one day because right one day, anything can happen for one day. But, you know, if it's, there's all of a sudden there's this persistent feeling of like, ugh, this isn't quite going the way that I know it should feel or, you know, it should go then, hey, bring it to my attention. We can address it in a variety of different ways. Maybe it's changing, again, it's maybe change the races on the schedule. It might be changing how we're segmenting the week. It might be changing how we do the workouts. It might mean we do two harder workouts in the during the week and we just do a long run, a long, easy run on the weekends. There's like a million different variables that we can change um, to say nothing of just cross-training. Uh, but uh, I think that these, these this is something where you, know, you want to make sure that you know, you're you're not feeling, you know, blah about it for an extended period of time because that's something that we can change. Yep. And I feel confident in that. I feel secure in that working with you. I feel that we 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 and we have that that comfort. Like I'm I I have that comfort level with you and and the relationship that we have that I know that I can tell my coach that like, hey, I don't want to like, this is my mental space. And we've actually had conversations in the past about this and you've helped me through them. And and, and so I know we'll, we'll continue that. All right, Maria, thanks for hopping on. I'm excited for the, the next couple of months. I'm excited to, for you just to chill out <laughs> this week, uh, make sure you're eating all the good food. I, I, you always, you post the, the stuff that you make. Oh my God. My mouth is drooling every time I see it. So I know, you know, c- yeah, continue yeah, I know. eating that's... that good food. I, that, that, I, I say that on purpose too. That's one thing that sometimes people make, they make the mistake of is, and I don't think that you fall into this, but this isn't just a conversation between you and me. There are other people listening to this is that right. just because you might not be running on a day off or you're taking a little break from running, it doesn't mean that you should all of a sudden change your eating habits to send oh, compensate, right. And compensate, right. right? Like I want to make sure that you're eating the foods that you love and nourish you and that you just continue, you, know, you, you already eat very well. Um, you eat very, yeah. you know, shoot, I wish I could, I wish I could eat your diet. <laughs> you eat really, really well. Um, and I mean, Thank well, not you. just in terms of nutritious, but like you eat wonderfully like sumptuous foods. So um, keep doing that. Don't change that because you're not running this week. Right. And just this week though, Matt, don't, <laughs> like, I got you. cause I already, cause I already feel like itching. Like, it's like, no, like I really guess I, I no, Mari, you're going to do this. Just take one week. And then I know that um, I'm going to be hungry after this week. Let's hit the ground running. You know what we have, you know, the 10 miler, which is like, oh, my goodness. I when I put it into the VDOT schedule, I'm like, wow, it's okay. That's the pace I'm going to do it. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. And there's the thing that with these sorts of down weeks, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to not be active at all. I think one thing that's always nice is 
say if someone has a dog or whatever, like taking long walks with the dog or go around the neighborhood. Or my pure bar. Yeah, you still got pure bar. And I, and I say that because so many people run not only for the physical benefit, but the mental and emotional one. So if you need some sort of physical outlet that is going to be restorative as opposed to draining, like a, like a say a week of running could be, you know, there's no reason to like not go for like, you know, a 30, 45 minute walk um, for not, not for physical reasons, but for mental and emotional reasons. And you ultimately, that's not going to take a physical toll on you in any way. Right, right, right. Okay. Madi, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a pleasure. Of course. It's always amazing talking to you, Matt. So I appreciate this. Mariana, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an absolute blast. I am such a big fan of yours and all things Mariana. She is just a wonderful, thoughtful human being. And it was so great to talk to her about her running as well, because she brings all of those characteristics and so much more to the table. Also, big shout outs to our sponsors, OS First, my favorite sock and compression company. I love the socks. And for me, I like to wear the calf sleeves when it's just not quite white tights weather but so i'm wearing the shorts but it's a little cold for the shorts that's when i bring out the calf sleeves so it's kind of like to get the calf sleeves in the bottom shorts on top that works out really well uh and i just love the socks i, mean, I love 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 the socks and i'm not the only one i know this because last week when we had an episode um where os first was kind of their first sponsored episode i had a bunch of you guys reach out and be like hey I love that company. I'm a big fan. I wear their stuff all the time. So uh, thank you uh, and big, big shout outs to them. In addition, Sports Backers Marathon coming up fast. Little over a month. 5K, half marathon, marathon, um, you know, beginning of March. And you get the full weekend to get it done. So you uh, can get an in-person race, but one that is safe. There's all of the precautions and you can either just go there solo or meet up with a couple of friends and head down there. Uh, it certainly is, I think, especially considering everything that's going on, definitely kind of like best of both worlds type scenario. So any, actually the athletes that I have, that live in that area, I've been, you know, pushing them towards this. Uh, in fact, one of my athletes, Natalie, is definitely going to run, I think, the half marathon, uh, for the Sports Backers Half Marathon, as part of this endeavor as she prepares for a marathon of her own. So thank you so much for listening, for rating, for reviewing, and most importantly, sharing the show with your friends. It means so much to me. So have a great day and happy running. This has been a production of Rambling Runner Podcast. This podcast is produced by David Margetti of In Post Media. Thank you to Meta P for the music. His song, Righteous Path, featuring Rex Mayhem and Chip Fu, is produced by Symphonic Bang. Enterprising in my surroundings, I'm finding the quietest of states these days. This representation of storm brewing, amazed that the focus remains the vocal focal point of my change. I'm trying to show this industry.